25 past 5, at least 260 people have been arrested in Gauteng for alleged illegal possession of firearms and ammunition throughout the December month. Police confiscated over 500 unlicensed firearms, 6,000 rounds of ammunition during the crime, crime sweep from the 1st till the 30th of December. Gunfree South Africa is, or we're joined from Gunfree South Africa, Adele Kirsten. Adele, good chatting to you again. Thanks very much for joining us. Huge amounts of illegal firearms that have been confiscated, but I imagine this is just a drop in the ocean. Hi, John. Yes, and hello to your listeners. It's good news um, in the sense that this is this is what SAPS really needs to be doing, mm. is, is getting these guns off the street. I guess the question is, if we know that close on 25 guns are being lost or stolen every day, um, you know, that's uh, thousands a year. So this is a drop in the ocean, but it's a significant number of weapons that one is removing uh, off the streets and out of the hands of criminals. This is important because, I mean, Gun Free and many other, uh, you know, community-based organizations have been saying this is, has to be a key task of SAPS. So if they can do it over the, this festive period, mm. if it's about gathering intelligence, about getting information from community, why aren't they doing this uh, throughout the year? So it demonstrates that SAPs have the capacity and the intelligence capacity uh, to do this. So this needs to be a priority for this year. And the other question now is, where do these guns come from? So what is the ballistics going to show us uh, you know, are they are they going to track where were these guns stolen or lost from, or were they are they SAPS weapons? Are they weapons from private security? Are they weapons licensed to private individuals? Because it's for us to understand where the gun problem, mm. you know, where are the guns coming from? We need to know, you know, who who held them legally before they went into the illegal market. So that's a really important next step for SAPS. I don't know if you know, Adele, is, obviously there, there's numbers on guns, right? But those can be filed down. I've seen enough gangster movies to work that out. But yes. if, if somebody does a ballistics test on a gun now that's been confiscated, can they work that back somehow? Well, certainly, I mean, they, they need to be able to determine the serial number and, and SAPS has sufficient um Technology to be able to to actually get the serial right. number, so they they can yeah they can do that kind of thing, um, but you know if they if they if they're confiscating the weapon, uh, and if there was ammunition with the weapon, or if there were cartridges, you know it depends on what they were mm. what they found. Um, so I, I guess for SAPS, it, are these weapons linked to any uh, criminal matter, and that's. That's another part of the investigation. But a key, uh, I, I guess, demand from, from Gun Free is find out where this weapon comes from. Right. Where's the source? Because, as you know, there's a lot of debate of where people say, well, it's not legal guns that are killing us, it's the mm. illegal guns. But all of these weapons were legal. Where is the loss and the theft coming from? Where's the right. source? And once we know the source, then we can... Intervene, and if we have, you know, an amendment coming to the law, we can say, how does the law uh, help strengthen uh, reducing the movement of weapons from the legal to the illegal? Because that's its its main purpose is to control legal stocks. These weapons were all legal mm, at some point. Yes, where, yeah, at some point, where are they coming from? 
Um, are they being lost? Are they being stolen? Are they being traded? Are they going out through the back door in SAP searching stores? Mm. You know, all of those issues, they, they're critical questions that SAP has to you know, ask as they doing the investigation. But it also, I mean, it's great that they've also, you know, they've arrested uh, people because often weapons are recovered at crime scenes. Mm. And, you know, there's, there's, there's not an individual attached to uh, the weapons. So it's, it sounds like good news. I guess the next step is what are they going to do with the information and are they going to continue doing this post uh, the Christmas period? And, and we would suggest both of those mm. are, are important um, yeah, priorities for you, the police going into 2023. You mentioned the law. Of these 260 people, what sort of punishment are they given if they are found guilty? So they've got to go through all the whole court process. Is it a slap on the wrist or is it proper punishment for somebody that has an illegal firearm? John, an uh, important question. It's the maximum sentence is 15 years imprisonment for possession of an illegal weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I know, uh, that has never happened. This law has been in place since 2000. Uh, so, again, this is something. What exactly that question, what is going to happen uh, to these people? You know, are, is it just going to be a slap on the wrist? So we have to wait for that. But the, the law has the, you know, it, it has some bite there. Is you know, does the criminal justice system have the appetite mm. uh, to actually... Uh, proceeding in this direction. We, we've got to go to sport, Adele, but quickly, I want to talk about current licensing. There's been a lot of talk about, obviously, you don't want any guns, but licensed firearms. Maybe it's mm. very difficult to get a licensed firearm. Uh, what is the current state of play when it comes to licensing firearms? Maybe people don't know how to get it, so it becomes illegal. It's a difficult line that I'm, I'm trying to cross. There's no such thing. No, an illegal firearm is not a good thing. But if it's difficult to license it, then people get lazy. I, I don't think there's a, you know, there's not a connection between it's hard for me to get a weapon and so therefore I'm going to go uh, the illegal route. Right. Criminals want weapons to commit crime. So they will find ways in which to uh, steal or borrow or whatever. For your kind of, regular person who wants a licensed gun, the, our, our law follows international standards. Uh, there are a lot of hoops that people need to uh, go through, their background checks, their uh, issues around age, previous you know, history of violence, etc. These are tried and tested criteria to reduce the risk for someone to get a gun who's either going to hurt themselves or other people. Uh, in their family or community, so it's a it's a fairly uh, you know sort of normal uh, process that most other countries go through. I think a key challenge in South Africa is the system of licensing. There's there's poor record keeping, um, there are huge challenges, and there's fraud and corruption all along the firearms control chain. And I think there's a lot of uh, discussion at the moment, certainly within Gun Free South Africa and other organizations looking at, at issues of firearms control about whether the licensing regime should actually sit within SAPS. Um, is, this, is this a fundamental police function? And I think th- this is something we really want to kind of grapple with uh, in, in 2023 and begin to look at other countries and what works there.
All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Adele Kirsten, thank you very much from Gun Free South Africa. 260 people arrested, 500 unlicensed firearms, 6,000 rounds of ammunition from the 1st till the 30th of December. Let's see if they can continue those numbers. It's 27 minutes to 6 o'clock.